Dr. Balaga here. I have another terrific God Knowledge Doc podcast for physicians and advanced practice providers, including uh, physician assistants and nurse practitioners. You should find this podcast very useful in your practice. This is a montage of the cover of uh, many of the books I've either authored or edited and many of the slides and figures uh, are from these books. This podcast is a primer on cardiac rehabilitation. The goal of a comprehensive cardiac rehab program is to promote healthy habits for the rest of the patient's lifespan. A good beginning is to follow the American Heart Association's Essential Eight And these include healthy eating, fitness, quitting nicotine, sleep, losing weight, reducing LDL cholesterol, improving diabetes, and controlling blood pressure. The main types of cardiac rehab are led by exercise. And there are three types, the in-person, the remote, virtual, or a combination of these three. In fact, in the US, traditionally before the COVID pandemic, cardiac rehab involved patients coming to an exercise-based rehab program where typically insurance companies pay for uh, 36 sessions, that is three sessions a week for 12 weeks. That's called phase two cardiac rehab. Phase one cardiac rehab is in hospital soon after the MI where the cardiac exercise physiologists make sure that they're they're, uh, stable and strong in their feet to go back home. Then once they they go home, they enroll in the cardiac phase two rehab program for for 36 sessions. And typically insurance companies pay for at least a year after an acute coronary syndrome, status post PCI stent or a STEMI. And then, after the phase two cardiac rehab is complete, there is a phase three cardiac rehab program where patients pay out of pocket about fifty to sixty dollars a month, uh, and they can come every any day of the week. Uh, that is from Monday through Friday, and where they continue what they are built on uh, in in the phase two cardiac rehab program. More than eighty percent of the patients or referred to a rehab program, do not get rehab. And so, we have to look at new delivery models on how our patients can get rehab, which is meaningful and can can help them change habits for the rest of their life. Only about 30% are referred to a cardiac rehab program, of whom 50% attend, and of those, less than 50% complete. It's well known cardiac rehab is beneficial. There's a 27% improvement in all-cause mortality and 37% improvement in cardiac mortality. Therefore, the ideal goal is that at least 70% of the patients who are eligible for cardiac rehab get cardiac rehab. During the COVID pandemic, when everyone was in quarantine, one had to be innovative and the virtual rehab program actually got some legs and this involves patient care navigators 
requires self-monitoring by the patients, requires the rehab program to create educational videos and maybe even online classes through uh, the internet. One important uh, 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 score which the patients will need to know is the Borg score which is the rate of perceived exertion which can help those monitoring these virtual rehab programs so that they can better serve the patients and, and set the patients up to succeed in their endeavor to improve mainly their exercise tolerance. Most cardiac rehab programs are exercise-based programs and uh, usually um, the exercise physiologist is the one driving these programs and this includes uh, cardio workout, strength training, yoga and stretching. Other important components include diet, risk factor modification including obesity, hypertension, lipid management, nicotine addiction, diabetes and psychosocial needs including sleep, meditation and mindfulness. The biggest challenge to increase participation is geographic limitations and I have had patients who have had insurance uh, to participate in cardiac rehab but they couldn't afford the high cost of fuel or gasoline or petrol to come to the hospital three times a week to complete their cardiac rehab. Then there are work reasons, people want to get back to work and so are unable to participate in cardiac rehab. And quite often women, particularly minorities, they are less likely to be referred and then they are less likely to participate in cardiac rehab. And maybe virtual rehab programs may be the solution to increase participation in these patients. Almost all the patients I see in clinic, both new patients and follow-ups, I encourage them to lose weight, I encourage them to exercise regularly, I encourage them to have a sweaty workout. I argue with them if you have that a sweaty workout uh, is beneficial and you don't have to sweat profusely. All you have to do have minimal sweat after uh, exercising because there has been data that sweaty workout prevents dementia. I explained to the patient that if they're sweating, it tells me that there is good perfusion to the skin. That means there's good perfusion to the brain, the heart. And I encourage them to look at it as an oil change every day rather than a chore. What I instruct them to do, given that many people couldn't attend the gym during the COVID pandemic quarantine period, is to keep two chairs six foot apart and do a figure of eight, uh, starting with five minutes of brisk walking every day in a figure of eight around the chairs. And then I encourage them to add a minute every day so that they can build themselves up to 40 minutes every day of the figure of eight. And in some instances, especially in the seniors, I encourage them to use their walker. Another option is to use the trekking uh, carbon sticks, which are very light and are particularly useful in the elderly. I find that patients who use these trekking sticks are less likely to have a stoop and they're not inexpensive. In addition, I encourage these patients to sing while they exercise because there's a lot, the singing not only helps improving their lung capacity, but also helps improve the mood 
And then there was a recent paper suggesting that that singing favorably affects cardi cardiovascular biomarkers. In other instances, particularly patients who spend all day or individuals who spend all day in a chair watching TV, I encourage them every hour when the ads come on is to do sit-ups, just stand up from sitting position about five times every hour and then build themselves up to 15 times and every hour. So if they can do this two to three times a day, that increases uh, a lot of their um, core strength. And so I encourage them to do that while they exercise. F increased physical activity saves lives. And therefore, every effort should be made by physicians to endorse and encourage all eligible patients for cardiac rehab, particularly the physical activity component.